Hello, this is Pastor Manning, welcoming you to the Beacon of Hope podcast. Today we're going to consider a word, and that word is altogether. Altogether can indicate every part of something. It can be for good or for bad. Something can be altogether good or it can be altogether poor. And you would say each part of it is good or each part of it is bad. Uh, For instance, if I had a, a bag of apples... And I could look at it and say, uh, there are some good apples in it, but some have turned bad. Or I could look at that bag of apples and say, they are altogether good. In other words, there are no bad ones in it. Or you could say, they're altogether spoiled. There are no good ones in it. So altogether is looking at the entirety of all the parts. But altogether also can take in how those parts relate to each other. In other words, the summation of the whole. Not only that each part is genuine and right and good and solid, or each part is lacking and corrupt perhaps, but also how they interact with each other. With that in mind, let me give you a few thoughts from the Scripture on this. The Bible teaches us that man in his natural state and in his fallen state, is altogether vanity. Listen to this. In Psalm 39, 5, it says, Verily, every man at his best state is altogether vanity. In Psalm 62, verse 9, it says, Surely men of low degree are vanity, and men of high degree are a lie to be laid before, excuse me, laid in the, in the balance they are altogether lighter than vanity. <clears throat> the Bible says that man in his natural lost state is altogether filthy. Psalm 53 verse 3 says, Everyone is gone back. They are altogether become filthy. There is none that doeth good, no, not one. The Bible says in his natural lost state, man is altogether brutish. Jeremiah 10.8 says, But they are altogether brutish, and foolish. Not only is each of the individuals this way, but as they interact with each other, so their interactions are also that way. And so you have the word all together. Let me say to you that God has something far better for his people than just leaving them in that natural, brutish, vanity state. God has something a lot better. There's a messianic verse from the Song of Solomon that is applicable to Jesus. When you read the Song of Solomon, also known as the Song of Songs, when you read that book, <clears throat> you have a you have a romance and love relationship going there, which is to depict the relationship between Christ and his church. This verse is given in the Song of Solomon, and it is a tremendous verse. Listen to it as I read. It's in uh, Song of Solomon chapter 5 and verse 16. It says, his mouth is most sweet, yea, he is altogether lovely. This is my beloved, and this is my friend, O daughters of Jerusalem. That verse says about the one to, about whom it is written, and I believe is a uh, application of, or a messianic passage. In other words, it's showing what the Savior will be. It says that he is altogether lovely. Not only is each part right, but if you bring them together, everything fits properly and everything 
fits right. Um, the Bible uh, has Jesus and tells us that Jesus is something better than man's natural state. Thank God for that. Then, God's judgments, that is his word, his law, his precepts. It's using judgment in that sense where it talks about the judgments of God are true and righteous altogether. Psalm 19.9 is that verse. It says, the fear of the Lord is clean, enduring forever. The judgments of the Lord are true and righteous altogether. There are no contradictory judgments or laws given by God. There are no things that usurp each other or contradict each other. No, instead, they are true and righteous altogether. Each one is right, and how they interact is right throughout. They are righteous altogether. Because of what God gives us, we can have integrity. That's a great word. Integrity has the word from which we get the word integrated. If you have an integrated uh, system of some type, you have a system in which various parts interact properly and benefit each other, and those parts coming together in a proper form create a whole thing, which then is useful and dependable and that sort of thing. Because God gives us himself as the Savior, as the altogether lovely one, and because God gives us his judgments. In other words, his writings cause us to be able to discern or judge things properly. He gives us his judgments, which are righteous altogether. Because of that, we as people can have what's called integrity. In other words, if a man uh, appeared to be uh, honest uh, he did business, his customers liked him, he seemed to be forthright, he provided good service, but at the whole time he was doing this, he had a uh, system going whereby he was skimming money off or embezzling money for himself off the company and thought he had a system where he wouldn't be caught in it. That man would not have an integrity. See, he would have the appearance of honesty towards those to, with whom he was doing, he would do what it takes to keep business flowing, but his purpose for doing that is that he would be taking things improperly and uh, wrongly, sinfully for himself that he was not supposed to take. Even if nobody caught him, even if he served or worked his whole career in the particular field and never got caught in what he was doing, what he would be lacking in is integrity. And it shows up. And uh, there's a moral hollowness to a person who does not have integrity. He wouldn't have integrity because all his parts were not all together lovely. They were not all together honest. And uh, God wants us to have integrity, which means that all together, our motive and our action and the things which others don't see, all these things work together to give us integrity. Proverbs 11.3 tells us what a great thing integrity is. Proverbs 11.3 says, The integrity of the upright shall guide them. I wonder how many people are struggling with guidance in their lives, decision-making, knowing what to do with their lives, and that struggle is far more intense than what it should be and sometimes almost impossible for them 
simply because they lack integrity. Lack of integrity gives you double mind. A double-minded man, the Bible says, is unstable in all his ways. So integrity, the integrity of the upright shall guide them. But the perverseness of transgressors, see that perverseness is the lack of integrity because they're transgressors. They go across, trans, they go across the law of God. And because of that, there's a perverseness. It says, it shall destroy them. I give you another verse. Proverbs 20, verse 7 states this, the just man, in other words, that man uh, has integrity in what he de- does, and that man is, uh, is in good standing before God because of God's mercy and because of a right relationship with God. The just man walketh in his integrity. His children are blessed after him. Best heritage that a father could ever give to his children is a, a, a heritage of integrity. And children are affected by lack of integrity, whether or not it's ever exposed. It affects. The just man walketh in his integrity. What is that? He His day-by-day actions, his day-by-day steps of life match the integrity of who he is. These are great thoughts. God doesn't want us to be perverse. Instead, Jesus, who is altogether lovely, has given his word, which is righteous altogether, so that we can have integrity, so that our life can altogether be fruitful, be blessed, and be strong for the Lord. These are some great thoughts. I hope you'll take them as more than just thoughts, but rather that today you'll set yourself to operate in a way that is a way of integrity, and that is a way of being altogether what you ought to be. God bless you, and have a great day.